1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive
2: free dessert. Our Miami Dolphins 2023 Prospect Spotlight Series continues with Wisconsin defensive tackle Keanu Benton, who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins' scheme, and where the Dolphins might be able to land him in the 2023 NFL Draft.
3: You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. I'm your host, Cal Crabs. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, decade-long draft Nick, the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, a show dedicated to team-building across the entirety of the NFL, and we are your team every day here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment vo- more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on today to get started, and we are focused on a defensive tackle today on the show. Keanu Benton is a nose tackle from Wisconsin who attended the 2023 Senior Bowl, is a good athlete, has been a productive player, and might be a logical fit for the Dolphins. We're going to explore three things today on the show, who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins system, and where the Dolphins would have to draft him to add him into the mix. So let's start with the biographicals here. We're going to dive right in. Uh, Keanu Benton was a three-star recruit according to just about every major recruiting service. I was a first-team All-State player as a high school senior, while also twice uh, participating in the state tournament in wrestling. Uh, He was the state runner-up as a junior at 285 pounds and posted a 48-2 record as a wrestler in high school. That's important context for the simple fact of interior linemen who are wrestler backgrounds have a certain level of uh, consistency in a number of traits, and I think you see that with Keanu Benton. And we'll explore a little bit about what those traits are and, and how they they manifest themselves in his game when we talk about his fit within the Dolphins, but just know that that wrestling background for Keanu Benton is very helpful, and it it uh, shows up quite a bit in a number of different ways in which Keanu Benton wins as a football player. Uh, as an athlete, he showed up at the NFL Combine in 2023 at 6.03. Five, so six foot, three inches, and five-eighths of an inch, so about six three-and-a-half. 309 pounds. Those are both 62nd percentile of all interior defensive te- linemen to come through the NFL Combine since the year 1999. He posted 33-and-7-eighths-inch arms. That is 73rd percentile. from So from a size perspective, uh, he checks just about every box there is to check as being an above-average statured interior defensive lineman. Um, from an athletic profile perspective, he tested uh, at a 5.08 second 40-yard dash, which is 51st percentile. Uh, that did come with a below-average 10-yard split of a 1.79 second 10-yard split. Uh, but every other test that he had was 50th percentile or better. Vertical jump, 29 and a half inches. That's 52nd percentile. Uh, 111 inches in the broad jump. That's 81st percentile. A 7.34 second three cone drill, which is meant to design, uh, meant and designed to measure your agility. Uh, 7.34 seconds for interior defensive lineman is 80th percentile, and then a 4.65 second short shuttle is 50th percentile. So uh, above av- average or above in effectively every test and every measure from the NFL Combine. So you have a wrestler background three-star recruit, uh, played in a very advanced defense at Wisconsin, the Jim Leonard defense. Uh, Jim Leonard served as the interim head coach for a stretch for Wisconsin last season, but had been a longtime defensive coordinator for the Badgers and had been a longtime uh, viable head coaching candidate for a number of years before ultimately moving on this, offseason, this past offseason. All of that adds up. In addition to Keanu Benton posting a career year in 2022 from a production standpoint, into a player whose arrow is pointing in the right direction. 36 tackles, four and a half sacks, and 10 tackles for loss this season alone for Keanu Benton. Two passes defense, so two passes knocked down. And uh, he has nine sacks and 19 tackles for loss in total in his career. For a player who predominantly does play in the A-gaps, whether that's head up on the center, a one technique, a two-eye, he does bump out to a three technique intermittently. And with the way that Wisconsin plays some of their games and stunts up front, you do see him kind of loop and bow and actually rush, contain rush outside on the quarterback from time to time as well. So there's a good amount of versatility here for this football player as well. I thought Benton was effective at the 2023 Senior Bowl. I didn't think he dominated the week, but I thought he was effective and had some really nice flashes uh, as far as the movement skills, some of the one-on-ones that he posted. So uh, having success at every stop of this pre-draft process for Keanu Benton poses a challenge for the Dolphins, because if you would have asked me three months ago, I probably would have said, I would envision Keanu Benton is probably an option in the third round. Is the momentum high enough for him to get past that? Well, that's what we're going to explore in our third segment today. And of course, we have to talk about how he fits within the Dolphins system. But before we go any further on the show, I have to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. These things are absolutely delicious. They're high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They're absolutely positively delicious. It's a life hack that you didn't know you needed. I mean, we're, we're talking like 20 grams of protein, 130, 140 calories, two and a half grams of fat, hardly any sugar. These are the real deal. And uh, there's a couple different places that you can help yourself To some built bar, you can go to built.com, pick yourself up a box. You go to Walmart or Sam's Club. Go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, pick up a four bar box, or you can go to Sam's Club. If you're feeling greedy, go get yourself a thirteen bar box, pop one open on the drive home, and don't feel bad about it because you'll still have a dozen at the end of it. So pick yourself up a box of built. Thank us later. Built bar, the protein bar that tastes like candy bar, life hack you didn't know you need. Keanu Benton, uh, from a grading perspective, the 10 traits that we're looking at for interior defensive linemen, specifically for the Dolphins of the Vic Fangio system, uh, based on my diagnosis, not off of their parameters. Their parameters could be different. They could be looking at different traits. I want to acknowledge that openly up front. But the 10 that I identified as important traits for the Dolphins to look for in interior defensive linemen to have success in this system are as follows. Football IQ, block deconstruction, and first step explosiveness. Those are premier traits. Then you have run defending, pass rush ability, and versatility. Those are secondary traits. Uh, Motor and functional strength are tier three traits, and then your ancillary traits are hand power and flexibility. Keanu Benton uh, scores very consistently. There's only a handful of tests that he is not in the great Category Now, I would not give him an elite assessment in anything. He's a well-rounded player. He has very, very bright flashes at times. Think about the Northwestern game. You can check out... I'm at Grinding the Tape on Twitter. Go check out the clip that I posted of Keanu betting down the the mid-red zone against Northwestern the other day in doing the film study for him. I wish the first step quickness that he illustrated was more consistent. Because if it was, and it wasn't paired with a below average 10-yard split at the NFL Combine, I'd feel much better about this being a player that would challenge Mozzie Smith. Because I think there's certain elements of Keanu Benton's game that he does better than Mozzie Smith, but I think Mozzie Smith, who we did a spotlight on yesterday is an admittedly more consistent player. Uh, For example, Keanu Benton, with the first step explosiveness, I gave Mozzie Smith a a good score in that category. I gave Keanu Benton a sufficient score. And there's moments, there's glimpses in time on the film where you would think this guy has a great first step. And then there's others, and I understand with Wisconsin, some of this is probably schemed up front and gap control and, and not getting out of the blocks with the intention of create chaos, but instead of reading blocks and keeping your linebackers clean. Because, again, he lives in the A-gaps, um, where there's not the same burst off the ball. And then, and then we got the 10-yard split time, and you say, well, geez, is that really what he is? And is the successes when he does pop off the ball, are they more snap anticipation than they are actual explosiveness? I think he's, a, he's at least an average tester everywhere else. So I think there's, um, at a floor and a minimum... Sufficient level athleticism here. But the categories, uh, versatility, flexibility, hand power, are all categories, those three categories he scores great in. Uh, You see him flatten as a pass rusher. He'll get hip-to-hip with guards, and he'll try to turn that corner tight to get to the quarterback around that guard through that body and and turn that corner tight so that he doesn't get run past the quarterback. And you see him have success doing that and winning at the line of scrimmage and having good disassociation between his shoulders and his hips to make sure I'm driving through the gap. But I'm going to get myself skinny so that when you go to punch my chest, you're going to miss. And then I can either swim over the top, club through, however I want to discard your hands, and then progress to the quarterback ensues. Um, So the flexibility pops, the hand power when he's jolting and he is punching to control and lock, peak, and shed and and control the point of attack. You see in isolated situations against one interior defensive lineman, double teams, I think there's a little bit of consistency there, but that initial pop in a one-on-one situation, he will roll your pads back, he'll give you a good jolt, and he'll win at the line of scrimmage. And then from a versatility standpoint, you do see him at times in a three. And as I said, you do see him at times looping to contain rush around the outside. And you saw that a good amount of that in the Ohio State game. And the Ohio State game was the first game that I watched for Keanu Benton. and Admittedly, it was the least impressive game that I watched. I I wish I had started with a different game because it took a lot for me to get back with Keanu Benton in watching that Ohio State game against... Dewan Jones and Paris Johnson Jr. and Luke Whipler, the, the center, and, and I think generally speaking, their guards are were the, the worst elements of their offensive line, and because he was, Whippler was consistently helping, he wasn't getting a ton of one-on-ones, and then Stroud was doing a really nice job within that game to slide within the pocket and step up, and they blew the doors off of, of Wisconsin, and it got away from them quick, and then it became a run-defending uh, expo from there. So, uh, Benton, versatility, hand power, flexibility. I think he's capable of shooting gaps. I think he's capable of winning as a pass rusher. I think he has a better pass rush palette than Mozzie Smith does as well. He graded better. I gave him a good grade for his pass rush ability. Uh, I gave uh, Mozzie Smith a sufficient grade. I gave Keanu Benton a good grade. And then conversely against the run, I gave Mozzie Smith a great grade. And then I gave Keanu Benton a good grade. In defending the run, so Mozzie's a little bit more consistent on early downs. I think Keanu Benton is a little bit more versatile to give you an appeal, as evidenced by the fact that he has nine career sacks versus one half of a sack for Mozzie Smith. The other pre- two of the three premier traits: block deconstruction and football intelligence. Uh, I gave him good scores for. There was some times were sometimes they ran some misdirection type stuff and fast action in the backfield to get the ball to the perimeter. It was a little late to react in that capacity. And then from a block deconstruction, I know I mentioned double teams already, but there were just some instances where I felt like he played those double teams a little high and it got him in in trouble where he would then proceed to deconstruct the block, but he'd be have given four or five yards and had been bubbled trying to string out that flow and continue to the football. And then he's making tackles several yards downfield, which is not where you want to make a living because of tackle five yards downfield is significantly less valuable than a tackle at the line of scrimmage as a run stuff to effectively stop a run from any gain. So uh, if he can, can get his pad level a little bit more consistent, if he can handle double teams and anchoring get low a little more consistently, and then just continue to refine his game, this is a player who I, I think is going to take some very good steps to become a three down high snap taking player at the next level. Now, where does he fit amongst the draft board and where would the Dolphins be able to have the chance to draft him? That is the ultimate question. So I'll say this, as we get ready here, and we're, we're going to close this episode of Locked on Dolphins. I'm looking at the Dolphins draft board that I have built right now, and I've graded 38 players. There's 38 players with a grade and score. A number of these players aren't going to be available in the Dolphins picking. I'm looking at the top of the board, and it includes names like Bijan Robinson, Paris Johnson Jr., Peter Skaronski, Jalen Carter. So there's an open acknowledgment that the top portions of this board possess players that the Dolphins aren't going to be able to swing the bat on. But Keanu Benton, of the players who we expect will be available in the late 40s, early 50s range, is very well represented. He did not score as high as Mozzie Smith. But he checks in 20th out of a total of 38 players and those nineteen players in front of him include players like Jalen Carter, Dalton Kincaid, Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones, Peter Skaronsky, Brian Brzee, Broderick Jones, Michael Mayer, Anton Harrison, Kalijah Kansi. That's ten. So more than half the names in front of him, I the ones that I just mentioned, I predictively would not guess make it to the Dolphins pick at fifty one. So this is a top 10 option at pick 51 as far as I'm concerned. Now there's been some reports of teams like Pittsburgh that are really in on him and are really interested, and Pittsburgh's got a couple of landmines in front because of courtesy of the Chase Claypool trade to Chicago. They've got to pick at 32, and then they pick again in the 40s right in front of the Dolphins. So Pittsburgh's the big team to watch that, that Keanu Benton's going to have to clear. By the way, if you want to see this board in its entirety or if you want to be able to uh, see all the positional rankings that we're working through, uh, text DOLPHINS to 305-419-3924. Sign up for subtext. It's a chance to text directly with me. We have some things set up where if you were to sign up and then text DRAFT, you would get an automatic reply with the link to all of the notes that I have for all the prospects that we are grading throughout the course of this series in the build-up to the 2023 NFL Draft. So uh, that's Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Sign up for the subtext. Text with me directly. Uh, find out if it's for you first two weeks are free. If you don't like it, pff, hey, no worries. But give it a shot. You might like it, including getting a chance to see all these positional rankings. So Benton is in the same strat. If if I sandwiched him between players that I've graded to this point, he's just below Zach Charbonnet. Actually, his grade is tied with Zach Charbonnet. So you can make the case from a positional value standpoint and amount of snaps that you would take in a season. Uh, Keanu Benton might have a better chance to be ranked above Zach Charbonnet, which means the big names in front of him are Mozzie Smith, Israel Abanacanda. He's in front of Tucker Craft and Luke Schoomaker and Blake Freeland. So he's someone who's not, in my mind, a slam dunk home run uh, to be an immediate upgrade for the Dolphins, but he would be a good quality pick and a good quality selection to stay in front of your team needs for 2024 whilst getting a rotational player that I think does give you much more on passing downs than what Raekwon Davis does because that's where you got to draw the line in the sand. It's not Christian, and it's not Zach Sealer. It's are you better than Raquan Davis at being a three-down player? Now, I've evaluated Keanu Benton. If I had to guess what his role will be as an NFL player entering into the league in year one, I would guess he's a quality-depth player. That's the same assessment that I have for Raquan Davis. But I think Raquan's probably a little bit more consistent anchoring doubles and controlling gaps. Keanu Benton's more effective on passing downs. Can you rotate him and split them through? I mean, you're going to have Wilkins is going to be on the, the field for 1,000 snaps, and Sealers going to be on the field for 850, as long as they're healthy. I have Wilkins graded as a roster cornerstone. Zach Sealers a quality starter. Rayquan Davis as a de- quality depth piece. And if you added Keanu Benton to that mix, I do think he's a quality depth piece as well, whereas Mozzie Smith, who we did yesterday, I think would actually be one step above quality depth and be an adequate level starter right off the jump. But I think his ceiling's a little lower because he doesn't rush the passer to the same degree. So a really fascinating player, really fascinating foil of these two players and these two talents side by side. Uh, I enjoyed both of their their films. I think these are two very, I don't want to say safe, but these would be two effective additions, I think is what I would say. And I think they're both high floor players. Uh, I just think the ceilings for both is there's different pathways for them to live up to their potential to become quality starters at the next level. So uh, Mozzie Smith, Keanu Benton are our first two defensive tackles in the books. Uh, in total, Keanu Benton checked in at an 81.11 out of 100 points. So it's a strong grade. It's probably a late two. If I, and I'm guessing I got to see how all the players were grading fall before I, I figure out exactly because I'm kind of doing something new with scoring for this exercise in total. Uh, so I can't just apply the old scoring formulas and methodologies that we used in other places because this is tailored to the Dolphins. So I have to get used to the curve, the grade curve of of uh, grade distribution before I determine, hey, this is going to be a tier one versus a tier two player versus a tier three player. But is a strongly represented grade here at an 81.1 for Keanu Benton and a very legitimate candidate for the Dolphins at pick 51 when it's all said and done. A little bit of pass rush appeal from the A-gap, so uh, we'll see. And we're, we're going to continue to stack up this interior defensive line group. Um, I'm going to try to be a little bit more selective with which players I do spotlights for. Um, I really want to give the spotlight to, to players that have strong candidacies for 84-51. I don't want to go too deep into the weeds on the day three stuff because of what the Dolphins are currently scheduled to pick right now and because we have a lot of ground to cover. So I'm going to continue to grade the players. I'll put them into my database. I'll put them into the big board. Uh, but I'm going to spotlight the best fits, and then we're going to start invoking some other draft-themed conversations into our coverage here in the build-up to the 2023 NFL draft. So make sure you don't miss it. Hit subscribe. You can keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. Uh, we don't just say it, we live it. I want to thank all of the everydayers who are consistently and routinely making Locked on Dolphins a part of your day. We have so much content coming in right now. So if you're not an everydayer, why don't you become an everydayer? Now's the perfect time as we get ready for this 2023 NFL Draft. Find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Fin's up. Talk to you soon. Peace.